1: Welcome to another episode of Off the Clock, a podcast made the Johnsonville way. I am Kristen. My co-host today is...
0: Joe Horsemeyer.
1: Joe, did you ride your motorcycle here today? I did not. Good, because it's looking pretty angry to the (laughs) west of here. (laughs) I was like, where are you going with this? (laughs) It's going to rain. We're going to get some rain. I still need tires. Our guest today...
2: Yeah, Is Keith Hohenstern. Keith, did you
1: ride a motorcycle here today? <laughs> no, I did not. Okay, good. Do you yeah. have a motorcycle? Yeah, I have a
2: scooter. Oh, okay, okay. I fair. did not drive it today. That's right. Good, good, good. That's fair. I have an
1: umbrella. I feel like I'm
2: covered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Let's talk to our guest.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, Keith, why don't you start out with your Johnsonville story?
2: My Johnsonville story starts in 2011. So, I'm going on my eighth year here. Um, Time flies when you're having fun. Yep. Um, <laughs> came to the area through relocation due to marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, I So like I said, I got eight years here at Johnsonville. Um, my entire career stems way back to like a 40-year career in foods. Okay. Yeah. Um, canning industry okay uh mostly but um came here in 2011 uh interviewed for maintenance team lead and has awarded the position i've been there in that position ever since um, it's what i've done my entire career so it was a natural fit sure, sure.
0: And you're second shift, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's you've been uh, the whole time, second shift?
2: Yes, Maybe, Okay. here. Yeah. I've never worked second shift before. Oh, okay. But uh, I like it. Oh. It, it fits my lifestyle good, um, like the hours. Great. That's
1: it's another one of those sort of um, rare stories where a team leader was hired externally. Usually team leaders come up for within yes, the company. Yeah. So we've heard a couple examples of people who were hired from the street as we call it.
0: So
2: you must have just had something. You know. <laughs> you just had that. Something special. Whatever well, it was. <laughs> I think I had all the experience I've had, I think fit the mold. Sure. Um, oh yeah. One thing that's kind of different or unique in my instance is I have actually have a food science degree. Oh wow. So I didn't
1: know that. I was unaware I was of that, that myself. That's
2: so cool. <laughs> At which a lot of people are surprised to hear, well, you're in maintenance, how, how does that fit? But, yeah. Um, I've been a mechanical person all my life.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, after high school, I was undecided what I wanted to do, and some of the counselors I talked to who recommended that I go into this food science course because it was kind of a broad field, and yeah. mm-hmm. it would cover my future, I guess, wow. so that's what I did, and But I've stayed in the mechanical side of the industry my entire career.
1: So do you ever think about the possibility? I mean, obviously, we have the tech center, which is where all our food scientists are. Do you ever think about watching for an opening or...?
2: Yeah, yeah, it's a possibility. (laughs) Maybe every once in
0: a while, yeah. 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 When Megatron's getting overly crazy, (laughs) yeah, like I'm done with this. Especially those
1: days.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, that's pretty cool. That's a fun fact.
0: So, since you've started, what would you see? I mean, obviously, we've had lines come and go and things like that, but what is the biggest change you've seen at Countryside since you've started as a maintenance
2: team leader? I would say the the technology okay it's just changing daily wow i mean it's it's hard to it's a challenge just keeping up on the technology side Mm -hmm. um that would be the biggest challenge i think not only myself but the technicians too i mean we have to do what we can training wise everything to try to keep up with the game. Right.
1: So your positions are constantly evolving then and your knowledge base. Yes. Wow. That's interesting.
0: It's not just turning around. No, 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 not at all. Well I'm I'm thinking here we we've got we've got programmers now on first and second shift, right? And third. And third. Well there we go. And those didn't exist all of no. two,
2: three years ago, right? Or something like no, that? No, and it, right now it's such a critical position. Wow. I mean we work hand in hand with them every day.
0: Mm-hmm. That's awesome, and, and it's a really interesting point that you bring that up because a lot of times you know you think maintenance and you are thinking turning a wrench, but really,
2: absolutely, yeah.
0: When you ha- when maintenance has to call IT, <laughs> you know there's a bigger thing going on here. <laughs> yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> So, Keith, you mentioned that you're mechanically inclined, and I admit I have seen this pretty fancy car out in the parking lot over the last several years, a Corvette. Does, does
2: this car belong to you? Yes, it does. Okay, so why
1: don't you tell us about your car, because
2: that's that's pretty cool. One of the cars I have... Oh, one of the cars. Okay, here we go. All right. Perfect. Getting out of business. One of the cars I have is a 1998 C5 Corvette Okay. that... I happened to stumble on at a car show. Okay. Um, <laughs> the owner was looking for a good home for his baby. All right. So that's kind of how that evolved. I just started talking to him and... and.
1: Uh, so you weren't looking for a car?
2: No. Oh, interesting. Uh, I thought you were going Go to say, I'm always looking for a car. For a car. Well, I used to <laughs> always be looking for a car. Right sure. now I'm... I'm out of space. You're tapped out, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. I made my shop so big for a reason. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Once that was full, it was like, okay, I'm done. You need room to work, too. Yeah.
1: Okay, so 1998 something or other Corvette. That's <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um
2: Yes. My other car is a 1968 Pro Street Camaro. Oh, wow. Um, that one I bought as a project. I was okay. looking for a project to make a hot rod, oh. I, I found this race car online, hmm. bought it as a race car, um, as a rolling chassis, okay. and built the motor, the drivetrain, everything, rewired the entire car, put directionals back in it, lights, wow. everything. It was oh, nothing wow. but a rolling yeah, yeah. chassis. So.
1: Okay, so when, uh, when I, I know this a little bit just because of like Andrew Meyer. And and Corey Zorn a racing or and even who who did we interview about oh Taylor Kilday. Mm-hmm. Tim right, right. about he does the rally car. That it's it's a totally different car. Well his they have to be street legal too. So the car you bought wasn't street legal, so nope. it didn't have any of the Not stuff. When I like bought okay. It. okay. Hmm. Just putting two and two together. Right, yeah. right. good job. <laughs> so That's you had to put all that back into yes, it.
2: Yes, I had to wire okay. directionals back into it. All the all the wiring, directionals, lights, everything were gone. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I had a... I've been constantly evolving the car for, like, the last 10 years, just refining it, getting it to be a better street car. Sure, sure. But it's a very unique car because, I mean, it you drive it everywhere. Everybody's asking questions about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... It's, it's a cool car.
0: Well, it's pretty much custom. I mean, you bought it as just a frame, right? right. And then right. you did everything to it. Right. So, right. wow.
1: And I'm, I'm assuming we have photos of these cars. I sure hope
0: so. we'll need yeah. to put those on the <laughs> Okay. So now, let's back it up way back. Maybe. Where did you get your gearhead savviness from? Or did you just buy get a book one day and you're like, I want to work on a car?
2: <laughs> no, I think even... As a young boy, I always had this attraction to cars.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, My dad was a mechanic. Okay. I mean, for his entire career. Uh, I always had an eye for cars. Okay. And uh, once I got to teenage, Mm -hmm. I just started working on cars. The group I hung with, all all the guys worked worked on cars. Oh so yeah. It was just kind of a natural transition thing mm-hmm. and I it's just always been part of my makeup.
0: Blue jeans, white tees, hair slipped back, <laughs> well, cigarettes in your sleep. Yeah.
1: yeah. Maybe
2: not so much that, <laughs> but
1: that's a valuable um, hobby, quote unquote, I'd to have say. too. Because why pay someone to do something that you can do yourself? Yeah. You're saving yourself. some Well, money. and
0: the other interesting thing too is that nowadays, just like you talked about with the maintenance department, everything's getting computerized, computerized now yeah. in these cars. And I'm assuming this car, uh, the Camaro, is—I mean—is pretty much just straight engine and
2: yes. the bare minimum, right? <laughs> that's why. That's why I can work on it. I know every nut and bolt on the car. Sure. In fact, last winter, I had the engine and everything out of it. Oh, wow. Just to go through it, see how everything was. I put new gaskets and everything in it. And it was funny. I still laugh about it. I had the engine out, and I had all the nuts, bolts, everything in a bucket. Okay. And my wife came in the shop, and she says, (laughs) How do you know where all the... Don't you have to (laughs) label all this (laughs) stuff? And I'm like... Here I could put every nut and bolt back in that car blindfolded. Yeah, I oh, mean, wow. all I'd have to do is pick it up and say, "Oh yeah, this goes there." Uh huh. Uh-huh. I mean, you you built it, so you know where everything goes. Everything right. Everything about it.
0: Huh. Wow. That's really cool. Now the Corvette. Did that need any work at all? Or I mean, if just
2: this guy? Saw that guy's, at a car
1: show, so I'm assuming it didn't need a whole lot of work. Sometimes no. they do, and oh, that's really? why I don't
2: know. No, it's it's actually been very baby it all its life okay I mean it's it's <laughs> yeah. it's what they term as a survivor huh. it's, it's uh, I can get collector plates for it. it's 20 years old this year okay so it's never been repainted doesn't have a scratch on it oh wow I mean it's very low miles mm-hmm. um, I've been basically just maintaining it yeah I mean I did a few upgrades on it break upgrades and stuff like that but nothing too you know, mess, mess right? the integrity yeah, yeah. of the right, car.
1: Right.
0: You'll see that old owner somewhere and they will be like, hey, what'd you, what'd you do to that?
2: You <laughs> yeah, do that? You know? <laughs> right, right.
0: So throughout your life then, have you had any other kind of sportier type cars? Or was this just like a, a resurgence oh, here?
2: Yeah, I've I probably had 30 different Hey-yo. muscle cars. <laughs>
1: muscle cars? Yes. I'm a big fan oh, of muscle cars. Yeah. You what? can have your BMWs give me like some um, old Chevelle or something and I'm... Super happy.
2: I've had I think eight different GTOs. Okay. In fact, the first car I ever owned was a '65 GTO. Wow. That I bought when I was 16 years old. No kidding. And I fixed all up. And he's not dead. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> 16 years old. Yeah, That's all I think about. It's, it's one thing I've always respected cars. Okay. Also. Yeah. I mean, I'm not one to go out.
1: Drag race. Yeah. Oh, he well, never said that. that. He oh, never said that. that. There a hesitation there. I won't say that. I not there. His face
2: went like, um... <laughs> Crystal, yeah. can I say this on the podcast? But, no, I mean, I've always... I mean, I try not to do anything too stupid with them. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, yep. It's a
1: big but, investment.
2: Yeah. And, yeah, that's the way I look at it, too. I'll, if you're the one putting all the sweat into fixing them up, last thing you want to do is... You know, crash it, right? Because I, I'm <laughs> yeah. the one that would be fixing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's
0: exactly. a good point. And all the <laughs> money you've already put into it, right? right. So, right. wow. So, what would if you had an opportunity to buy your dream car? What would your dream car be? I Feel like it's an icebreaker.
2: Uh, right. Yeah. Um, I would say probably a brand new Corvette. Oh, brand okay. New?
1: All yeah.
0: right. Wow, I do have to say I like the Corvettes as well. How do you feel about people saying it's a poor man's, um, I don't know, hot rod or whatever, whatever they call people them? you
2: say that blue collar hot rod. There
0: you go. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, what is the I price? I hate that mold. <laughs> 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 What's the price of like a brand new, not top of the line bells and whistles, but like a, just an average midline, midline Corvette?
2: I think you can get one right now. Base price is still like sixty five to seventy. 000.
1: Fantastic.
2: That's not blue collar or anything. Well, the top of the <laughs> top of the line, you're talking over hundred grand. Yeah.
0: Wow. There's, like a Ferrari. If you buy a Ferrari, you're living in that car. You're not. <laughs> you're not yeah. buying a house. If you're a blue collar person, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And you're paying a mortgage on it. Oh, that's, crazy. <laughs> that's what you're doing. Yep. <laughs> wow. That's fantastic. So let's then transition. Let's say. Um, You've you've worked heavily on your cars here for a week straight, and you need a break. What else do you do?
2: Well, I like landscaping. Okay, um, <laughs> something I've always done with every house I've ever owned. Okay, um, something that goes way back. I did with my parents too. I mean, growing up, mm-hmm. and something I've always done. Um, I'm one to walk out and look at something and say, "Oh, you know, really need an edging there." Oh, uh, nice. You know, so I've got a lot of mulching at my place. Okay. Something that you got to keep up with. Yeah. Um, just a lot of landscape rock type stuff. Okay. Uh, just something I enjoy doing.
0: Have any little ponds or any like waterfalls or anything like that?
2: Um. <laughs> It's funny you should ask. Good, (laughs) let's let's hunker down here. (laughs) We actually we actually talked about doing some kind of pond thing. Yeah. So, we were at Menards here last week, in fact, and we actually bought one of these little freestanding waterfalls. Sure. Put on your patio. Yeah. That's. That's as far as it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty a lot of maintenance.
1: Well, Having any kind of water feature, I would think a pond would be a lot of maintenance.
2: Well, see, the whole thing is, though, we got it the right size so we can keep it covered.
1: Uh, uh, so when we're not
2: using it, we just have, like, a fire pit cover over it. Oh, mm-hmm. Perfect. Huh. So
0: And you still got that little trickle effect.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah, that, yeah, the little family brook effect.
0: <laughs> <laughs> So, have you ever done any landscaping for any friends or anything, or is it pretty much just you no? Just, just it's
2: just been reshaping your yard. Yeah, yeah, Just well, you know how it is when you own a house; you always have something to yeah. do. Yeah, there's
1: always a project. Right, uh-huh. there's always a
2: project, and I've always found enough to keep me busy yeah. at my own home. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> so there's there's a saying, and I say this because my husband um, he worked in maintenance, although it was hotel maintenance, but he builds houses. That the painter's house is never painted, uh, uh, you know, contractor's house has projects that are undone. Do do you find that's true for you, or 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 when you get home from doing your maintenance job, are you still going home and doing maintenance type, you know?
2: Well, when I'm home, I'm I usually find myself out in my shop doing something. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, I'm the kind of person that i got to keep myself busy. Sure. Mm-hmm. not I mean, sit-and-watch TV kind of no, person. Yeah. No, not too much. Um, it's funny you should mention that painting thing because <laughs> oh boy. my wife is a painter. Okay. Ah. Like an she, artist? Well, no. She <laughs> likes to... Paint the, rooms? Yeah, yeah, paint rooms and stuff. I mean, in fact, I mean, she's just gotten done doing some rooms, and she likes keeping the house, you know... Up in shape, kind of yeah, fresh yeah. and new, yeah, right, right, right. So it works out well that way. She she paints inside. She keeps the inside looking great. Yeah, I keep the outside looking great. <laughs>
1: <That's> <laughs> a good balance <laughs> right it's there. A, yeah,
0: yeah, that is. So uh, that must be fun. You you're out working on the car and you come in. It's like the whole house looks different.
2: Hey, hey, do we paint everything or so what? Much that way, <laughs> <laughs> but I think she likes that I have a shop to work in, so yeah. I don't mess up her house. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs>
0: Cool. So then, uh, you're done landscaping, and you're, you're taking a break from your car, and you you're a master griller,
2: oh, right? Oh yeah, that's right. Well, it is something I like to do. Sure. Um, I've I like to experiment uh-huh. on the grill, and since you work at Johnsonville, you have to come up with the best type of recipe you can for brats because. It seems like everybody you know asks you There's a pressure there. Right. Yeah, there, there really is, is there is some real pressure, so I've I've kinda of been experimenting. I I like to smoke brats.
0: Okay too and and you were listening to the Jim Chapman episode and you, Yes. Something struck a chord and you're yeah, like I, 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 I do I that said, too.
2: I can relate to that because mm-hmm. what I've found just through experimentation is is I like to um, use a charcoal grill. Mm-hmm. Uh, get the coals nice and hot, and then I have soaked mesquite wood chips that I coat the coals with. Beautiful. And I put the brats on the upper rack of the grill, okay. frozen.
0: Frozen? Huh? Frozen. It's yeah. a new take.
2: And I leave them in there for, and rotate them, but I leave them in there for about 45 minutes. Okay. And uh, by leave, leaving them frozen, I found that they come out nice and moist yet oh, okay, and, and still still nice and smoked mm-hmm. once you do it that way you're going to think why haven't I done this, this? <laughs> it's so Gotta good try that. Um,
1: I'm a big fan of smoked salmon I could eat it all day every day and yeah. I've seen people do that on the grill it's like a hot smoke it's like a little different sure. than what they would do yep. at the you know fish market have you smoked fish before?
2: no I have not done fish yet Okay, mm. trying to think. No, I. I
1: was gonna get some
2: tips from I've you. <laughs> done, I mean, I've done, I've done like uh, vegetables, and I've done just about everything on the grill. Sure. Wow. Prime rib. Oh mm. boy! And, and all with those same the the wood chips. you yes. set your go to. Yeah, that is my go to because it gives you such a good flavor. Oh, good. I mean, oh, it's man. so different.
1: So you said you have a charcoal grill. Is it, you know, like the barrel style or is yes. it? Okay.
2: Yep. Hmm.
1: Wow. It kind of looks like a smoker. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Definitely. Have yeah. you used the green egg thing at all? I have not. I, I haven't either, but people seem to rave about them.
0: They do rave, at, and I haven't even looked inside one, so I don't even <laughs> know what <laughs> but they're all what about. from what
1: I'm hearing from a lot of people, you don't need something like that to smoke food at home. You just need a grill.
2: Yeah. Right, and that's mm. basically what I do.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. It's nothing cool.
2: fancy. It's just a regular charcoal grill and, mm. and just use it in a different way.
1: Yeah.
0: Just in time for summer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, beautiful. Good.
1: So I, back to the cars real quick. Do you show your cars then? Do you take your cars to car shows? Yes. Okay.
0: We do. Um, how does how does a car show work? Just call somebody up and like, hey, I want to um, enter my car? Yeah, do well,
2: you have to enter? Really, you just have to either look online or a, a lot of... The one thing is, if you go to one car show, there are people there walking around with with uh, flyers.
0: Okay. And for other car
1: shows?
2: For other car okay. shows. So it's a lot of word of mouth type thing, advertising for these other car shows. If you usually go to a car show and you have your car on display, you'll end up by the end of the day with a whole seat full of flyers. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Seriously, at least a dozen, if not 20 flyers. Okay. And that's one way to find out online. I mean, I'm in a few car clubs online. Okay. And there's a lot of advertisement that way, too. All you do is you you go and you show up. Oh. It's usually a
1: registration or anything like that? Well, some
2: of them are free. Some of them are, you know, like $10 to enter. Okay.
1: But I think there'd be limited space.
2: Um. I've never gone to a car show where they've run out of space. Okay. Hmm. I mean, they'll even line them up and down roads if they have to. I suppose, yeah. So
1: I live two doors down from Brennan's on Michigan, and they have a car show, like, once a month, I think.
2: Really? But okay. it's a small little parking
1: lot. <laughs> That's what makes me think, well, first come, first serve kind of thing. But mm-hmm.
2: Well, right, and a lot of places will have what they call a show and shine, where you just come, you bring your car, and it's just... You know, no awards, no nothing, just, you know, people come and show their car, talk to each other, and, you know, there's a lot of that stuff going on, and it's it, it's a lot of fun, too. Yeah.
1: yeah. Just no competition, com- just there to right. check out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Camaraderie, yeah. So have you won any?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh. Whoa! <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> so what? with what, what, yeah, which cars did you win with?
2: Well, that's kind of funny, too, because... Some years, I on an average, I only get to about five car shows a year. Okay. It's not like I, you know, hit the circuit and got to go every week or anything like that. Um, some some years I'll win trophies with the Camaro. Okay. Um, it depends on what show you're at and what the judges. Some are judged. Some are just popularity by mm-hmm. the other people. Wow. So it all depends on what people like i mean we've gone uh, there's a couple shows we went to last year we'll take the corvette and the camaro oh and and it's my wife's car then uh, i see so mm-hmm. she shows the corvette I beautiful show a camaro. <laughs> mm-hmm. and and um actually last year we won more trophies with the corvette mm-hmm. hmm. and wow it depends on where you're at and what the people like
0: yeah what what would be your favorite car show that you go to? Is there a certain one that you're like I got to go to this every year? Or
2: yeah, I would have to say Keel. Keel. Yep. Keel oh. puts on a real nice show. Okay. Um, it's we just kind of love the venue. It's it's you go, everybody is friendly. Everybody knows each other. I mean, I think it's ran well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just, what,
0: what time of year is that? I mean, it, that's early in Oh, in August,
2: okay. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: would think most of them would be in the summer, right? Oh,
2: definitely, yeah. yeah. Just, and that makes a difference. <laughs> a lot of the earlier car shows, like in May and even early June, a lot of them, you know, you don't get the weather mm-hmm. cooperating. Sure. Right. Huh. So, um, wow weather plays a big factor i know
0: it. my dad he thoroughly and go enjoys going to the um well he likes any car show let's be honest here um <laughs> but he whenever fish days he tries to make that one um there's always a car show up on the bluff um so that's always really cool just the scenery and of course the cars sure but uh sure yeah yeah so for you to win what do you? I mean, obviously, it's got to look good, but is there any other, you know, piece of the pie that needs to kind of line up? Sound
1: good when you start it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm picturing like a muscle car like, that, you know, this you is my criteria. You see someone, <laughs> yes, you see someone get into like an old Dodge Charger and you're, come on, start that thing up. I want to hear. What it like.
2: Yeah, is that, that part is of it? that is kind of funny because there's been a few car shows I've gone to where, like. After everything is done and everything, I've had people crowd around waiting for me to leave with the Camaro. Oh boy, because <laughs> because it is it's rumbly. Well, oh yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's very loud.
1: It's like but, a Harley. Everybody wait, you know.
2: Yeah, it's, a it's thing. about like that. Yeah, but, huh. um, it, it's it's kind of funny. I I get entertained by it.
0: Oh, I'm sure they all get entertained.
2: Well, by yeah. <laughs>
1: You just you don't they don't make cars that sound like that anymore.
0: No, they Pretty don't.
1: Cool. Even never, the new ones it's
0: getting farther and farther it's away not from the it. Same. So,
2: and I do I, we didn't mention it all. I do have a project car I'm working on right now too. Well, let's talk about oh, that real quick. It's uh it's our family heirloom. It's it's a Buick Electra 225 convertible. Really? That my father owned. I helped him. Back in the late 70s, I helped him buy it from down in North Carolina. So how old is it? It's a 64. Okay. Now, does that have, like, the curved edges and everything, or is that... It's got... I would say small wings on it. Oh, okay, Ooh. it's one of those. On okay, it's yep. a very long car. Oh, Take, wow. takes a up the whole the it's a whole shot from one, yeah. one to the other. It's a
0: convertible. It might
1: yes. like
2: like a Batmobile almost. <laughs> yeah, not quite. Okay, it's kind of a downsized Batmobile. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we're gonna need pictures. It's a very unique, yeah. It's a very unique car because I I didn't realize how rare it really was until sure. I started not seeing it anything like it around. Yeah. I know my dad always drove it in parades and everything, and Aww. and so I'm right now. I'm just going through all the mechanicals on it, and uh, that's but it been. it still works. It
0: still runs, and everything.
2: yeah, oh. I haven't actually had it out for the last couple of years. I've okay, been just working yeah. on it and everything. But uh-huh. yeah, it it ran and everything. It it's mm-hmm. just slowly. That's that's my long term project. It's yeah. just going through all the mechanicals and everything because. My father just loved to drive it, yeah, so I did everything i I fixed everything on it for him, I kept it roadworthy for him and mm-hmm. and he passed away in two thousand, so okay, it was inherited. Wow,
1: so will you eventually show that one
2: too?: Yes.
1: And you probably never see those in car shows, so that'll be, like, I a have not big seen, attraction.
2: I have not seen another one like that wow. anywhere. Wow. That's More trophies cool. on your
1: mantle.
2: <laughs> just what my wife likes to hear. Yeah.
1: Do you have, like, a room for your trophies?
2: Yeah, I got <laughs> <yes, laughs> <I> them. <got, laughs> yes, I do. I got a bar room downstairs okay. where I just kind of have one shelf along the wall, and it's kind of full. That's great.
1: <laughs> Well, if you have a picture of that, we would yeah. love like to put that. On I mean, the board. idea
0: sure. of an heirloom, too, it's, it's. I, I've got a child on the way, and it's something I've been thinking about more and more. Like, my dad just built a crib. I know it's nothing like a car, but to <laughs> that's have that really thing, cool. yeah, that, I, we want to hand that down to, you know, our kids and things like that, and to have an actual car that your dad bought and then, you know, possibly pass it down, that's, that's just exciting to me, yeah. so. That's
2: yeah,
0: cool. I, I, I like that thought, too. Yeah. I mean... How often does that happen? Let's let's be honest here. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah, especially somebody with that much character. Yeah. So that's, that's really awesome. Cool. cool. Was well, there anything else that uh, we didn't touch on, or that you'd like yeah, to? I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you think of anything, you we can, can always come have back, you back on. Yep, sure. Exactly. Yeah, that'd be great. So. Yeah. So thanks for joining us, Keith. Um, we really appreciate it. And uh, we'll have to see pictures of the car or yes. just bring the cars in. Oh, you know, sure. Just yeah. All three of them. Yeah. yeah that'd <laughs> be great. Kay. And I'll take it for a test drive. Okay.
2: And <laughs> as long as I'm with you.
0: <laughs> no, actually, I just want to turn it on and just go. <laughs> just come get me when
2: you do that. Okay. All all right. Right. You'll hear it through the. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Uh, but Keith, we, we always have the guests sign us off. So if you wouldn't mind. All right. This is Keith Hohenstern, and you've been listening to another episode of Off the Clock, a podcast made the Johnsonville way.
0: to see how it goes. Check one, two. Micety, check one, two. Keith, go ahead. What? (laughs) (laughs) Perfect.